To the Moon Jockeys Podcast, <laughs> an in-depth discussion of Star Wars themes, characters, and storylines. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome to another episode of Moon Jockeys Podcast. My name is Brian, your host. You may know our guest from her work on Rebels Chat. How are you doing tonight, Jana? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited. We got new Star Wars animation news. I know. It's exciting because, you know, Rebels is no longer <laughs> on the air, and so... Everyone's been waiting for what's going to come next, and we finally got that question answered. I was so surprised that it kind of came out of the blue. Like, I was not expecting this at all. Me right neither, now. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it came really out of nowhere. I remember I was chatting with my friend, and all of a sudden someone tagged me. It was Chris, my friend Chris on Twitter, and he said, Jonah, look! <laughs> And I thought, oh my gosh, this is exciting, and and yeah, just everyone exploded from there in, in terms of the you know the Twitter community. You mentioned uh, Star Wars Rebels. How are you doing after the finale? Oh man, so I think about it from time to time, and I get really emotional about it. And actually, when I was reading the information about this new show, I was. <laughs> it's it's funny because some people were were super excited and I was just crying while reading it. <laughs> it was just a really weird reaction because I I still have all these things fresh in my mind. You know, Ezra uh, being somewhere we don't know and and Sabine and Ahsoka off to find him and we've you know we lost Kanan and uh, Hera had to raise their son on on her own and it's just all those feelings just came rushing back and I thought man I'm not over any of this and you guys are throwing me a new show what's going on like you're not ready for this I need time <laughs> but then at the same time I am you know <laughs> so well, there yeah. was so many so many emotions everywhere that's awesome um it, it is kind of weird because rebels had the double episodes so quickly in the second half that it felt like we got a lot of an emotional roller coaster quickly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, I was actually just talking to one of my coworkers the other day with uh, about riding roller coasters and I, how much I love them, but then I also fear heights. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, what? That's kind of weird. You 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 hate heights, but then you love roller coasters, and I'm like, yeah, I love them. I love the thrill of it. Uh, <laughs> and so and you know, I was mentioning that. The, the specific ride at Six Flags is so fast and it's gone in, in a few seconds. And it, it, that's what Star Wars Rebels felt like. You know, it was this, <laughs> this roller coaster of emotions that just went re by really quickly. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you had to get off the ride. Definitely. Well, I, I actually wanted to talk to you specifically about the new animation project because you're kind of one of the biggest animation fans that I know and it's, we kind of you have a reputation on 
Star Wars Twitterverse of being a huge animation fan, and that's a very good thing. Oh, um, yeah, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> it's a very good thing. I just know that you've like loved characters like Ahsoka, Rex, and Ezra so much, and you've just been so steadfast in your support. So I wanted to see what your opinion would be with this new animation uh, project. So, Yeah, yeah. So I, you're right in saying that I love Rex, Ahsoka, and, and Ezra. Not many people have them as part of their top five characters of Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ezra definitely sits near the top. And actually, he does. He's, he currently sits as, as number one. So uh, a lot of people are kind of weirded out by that because you know this kid from an animated show all of a sudden takes uh number number one over characters like luke skywalker and leia organa and i'm just like yeah i mean i really identify with the character and he he definitely had an amazing character arc so when this show was announced i thought that it was it was going in a, a direction that I knew it was going to go in because a lot of people thought, man, they should really dive into that gap between the Return of the Jedi and and uh, the Force Awakens movies. So I thought, man, I, I I knew that I saw it coming, but at the same time, I was kind of hoping that they would go somewhere else because uh, as awesome as the force awakens and the last jedi have been at least in my opinion i I, i'm still not attached to the time period of those movies so Mm. i have a tough time connecting with the newer characters and some of the things that are happening that i find repetitive specifically the resistance versus the first order and i feel like that's you know something that we've seen before and i really haven't seen anything new out of it that has captured my attention and so you know going from rebels which is which takes place in a time period that we're all very familiar with and that we all really connect with and and then taking it over to a set of movies that have been very um you know talked about (laughs) in the fan community very controversial Uh, yeah very controversial very divisive so i i thought uh, I was having a lot of difficult, conflicting emotions about it, and I don't know how I feel about it. But I am moving forward. But we'll see. Once the trailer drops, I feel like that's going to change people's opinions, and and that's the case with a lot of things. You know, the visual usually helps you in in picking a side. <laughs> Definitely, you kind of sound a little bit like Maz Kanata in the fact that. Um... The Empire versus the First Order, like the names have changed, but the conflict is still the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I wish that they could have done something differently, but but we'll see how they change it up for Episode 9. Do you see them using another um, young character point of view in this new animation series? You mentioned that Ahsoka and Ezra were both kind of the leads for the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, do you think that they'll use a similarly young uh, point of view character in this? I think so. I think uh, some people have been, you know, asking for, I hope it's sort of like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and that it has arcs and 
self-contained episodes of that nature and I personally hope that it isn't like that as much as I love Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, I, I really loved the approach that Star Wars Rebels had in that, you know, every episode fit a puzzle and, and it was part of the puzzle. And it, it, at the end of the, the season, you know, you'd look back and you'd say, oh, yeah, that wasn't a fellow episode. <laughs> you know, that was a big word that was being tossed around when Rebels was on air and I, I never really saw any of the episodes that way. They were all part of the story. And I, I feel like it, it'd be really cool to have this character, Kazuda, who we don't know whether it's it's a guy or a girl. But I, I hope that it's focused around that character, sort of like how it was focused before with Ezra and Ahsoka. Although Ahsoka's story was more mingled in with Anakin and Obi-Wan. So... Uh, I'm glad that she got more of the spotlight later on. Am I hearing you correctly that you like the one continuous story as opposed to the several different plot lines separated? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I definitely like Star Wars Rebels' approach to it. Okay. Um, is, that, is that not your favorite? <laughs> well, I, I think that the one continuous storyline allows you to play a long game and to develop small things. Uh it, like Rebels did. Um, but I do like the variety of different plot lines as well, Like because you're not doing the exact same thing every week. You have different characters that you can uh, attach to and um, sort of get to know a little bit better. Uh, so I'm a little conflicted on... I think I prefer the Clone Wars, but I do like arcs a ton. Gotcha. Um... I tried to look up the meaning of Kazuda. Did you oh, do that at all? No, I didn't. I should have. <laughs> I got nothing. Like, oh, I couldn't okay. find anything. Yeah, I couldn't find the meaning of Kazuda. It seemed to be more of a surname than an actual name. Uh, like a, I see. Like a first name. Like a given name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that being a thing that someone just, you know, put together and <laughs> picked out letters from a hat and then decided, yay, this is the name of the character. <laughs> yeah. Would you go over the poll results with me? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay, great. The first question is, uh, what focus would you prefer Star Wars Resistance to have? A quippy comedy? A gritty squadron mission? A uh, spy thriller? Or spiritual quests. And the winner of the poll was a spy thriller with 50% of the votes. What do you think the focus should be for Star Wars Resistance? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I personally, I love the... I loved the the Force-related things that happened in Star Wars Rebels. And I feel like that's something that they might steer away from with Resistance. And that's something else that was... In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, man, what if they don't really touch on any of the force things that they've established in Rebels or, or push the envelope further? And and so I would like it to be a spiritual quest of some kind, maybe not really force related, but it, it'd be cool if it was a combination of these things. And, and like you mentioned earlier, that it's not just one uh, thing continuously but like different things going on from episode to episode so yeah i can see some hu humor tossed in here and there and you know some squadron missions over there um but if i had to pick only one i guess i'd go with 
the gritty squadron missions. That would be fun. Sort of like a Top Gun um, Rogue Squadron yeah, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> um, I think that there will definitely be like some of the quippy comedy, a lot of comedy in this, based on some of the cast that's involved. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because so many of them have a lot of history in like Saturday Night Live community and Scrubs. So I think there's definitely going to be a lot of jokes in. Yeah. I think the younger kids like the jokes. Um, If I had to pick one of those four, my pick would be the spy thriller. I think that it will be, it allows for a smaller um, focus if it's like a spy thriller. Gotcha. Because they don't have to do it like a thousand ships in the air fighting at once or like it allows for a, a smaller budget, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that this is going to be 2D or 3D? That's a fantastic question. And I know people have been trying to figure it out just from that little promotional image that they gave us. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I want it to be a mix because there are shows that are like that, specifically Voltron, which is a show that I very much enjoy on Netflix. And I love it so it, much. It it's is great. so good. <laughs> I can't wait for new episodes to come, but uh, yeah, it combines too. It combines the you know the the influence of anime and the three D CG animation. So I, I would love to see a Star Wars show based on that. I have a feeling that I think it's going to be in two D, and I think it'll be similar to the Voltron or Robotech. Have you oh, ever yeah, watched Robotech? Robotech? Yes, yes. I actually I watched some of it in college, and I I usually had it playing in the background because I needed things in the background, and my friend was the one who was watching it, so I never really got into it. But then when I found out that Robotech is a huge uh, inspiration for for Dave and for other people who work on the show uh, long ago and then I started watching it again and I actually started doing another rewatch this earlier this year but then I I didn't get a chance to finish all the way through <laughs> yeah it's a long long um, cartoon and it is available on Netflix I believe right now yeah yeah um, if you want to do some research or whatever I do know that like at least one of the story group members loves Robotech a lot, along with Dave. You mentioned the artwork in the uh, the image that we got with the press release. Right. And that it, Amy Beth Christensen is now the art director. Right. Yay. Good for her. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool that she's grown so much since, like, the Clone Wars, and now she's, like, the art director of a whole show. Yeah, it shows how much uh, progress she's gone. She's been through, and uh, she even worked on the Force Unleashed. So it, it's pretty cool how she she went from one big fr- um, part of the franchise to another. Yeah. Which duo of existing characters would you like to see uh, as guest stars in Star Wars Resistance? Uh, Tally and Snap Wexley, Paige and Rose Tico. Hera and Jason Sandula, or Ahsoka and Sabine. And the winner of this poll is Tali and Snap Wexley with 55% of the vote. There's a lot of love for Tali, I think. 
what duo of existing characters do you want to see most in Star Wars Resistance as guest stars? Oh man, <laughs> I I know that they're going to. I know that fans are kind of hesitant of having Star Wars Rebels characters show up in this series, but if they find a way to do it and find a way that makes it work and that there's a purpose, I'm all for it. And I'd love to see Hera and Jason Syndulla. Um, I mean, it'd be really sad at the same time because Hera was just in, well, not just, but she was in another war. She was in the, the war with Leia yeah. and all these other characters. So it'd, it'd be depressing really to know that she's in this other war and that her son's involved. So, like, her son didn't live a peaceful life. Right. <laughs> uh, mostly. But I, I like, I, I would love to see those two characters show up. I really think that there's a high probability on the first three sets of people showing up. I think Ahsoka and Sabine will get their own show. Like, I don't think that it was any mistake that Donald Faison asked that question in the uh, screening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think that he was there because they had had something else going on with the Resistance, so that's why they oh, invited yeah. him. For sure, yeah. That was definitely a, a funny thing to see him ask that question. And I, at, th at first I thought it was just that he was a fan. I thought he was just a fan of the of the show. He managed to find someone to get him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but then when I saw his name connected in the press release, I thought, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah, like it's it was definitely a very coincidental that he was there. Yeah. I think it would be awesome if Hera and Jason Syndulla were um, guest stars in this because Jason could be like – he's born to fly. Like he's got Hera's blood and he may be Force-sensitive. Right, yeah. Um, plus, you get Vanessa Marshall to come back, and she's amazing. And I, I would really, really love to see her back. Yeah, same. I do think that it's possible that we could get another project. Um, I have this for later, but I think that this is only part of Lucasfilm Animation and that there's another section that's working on something else. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard I've seen a few people talk about that that there's another show that they could possibly that they could be working on for like the streaming service that yeah. Disney plans to launch. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool because Killian Plunkett is it was the art director exactly. for Star Wars Rebels. Exactly, he's not involved in this. And yeah, Carrie Ann Beck, who was um, basically mentor uh, shadowing Dave Filoni for the last two or three years as yeah. uh directing supervisor she's not involved with this and then there's an associate producer caroline robinson cromel that also mm -hmm. isn't involved so i think that there's more of lucasfilm animation um doing another project i hope that we get an announcement for that at some point but We'll see. All in due time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, just a little bit here and there. Otherwise, we'd all be so overwhelmed with everything that's going on. <laughs> um, can I read the quote-unquote official announcement from StarWars.com, or at least yeah. a chunk of it? So, this fall, welcome to the Resistance. StarWars.com is thrilled to announce that production has begun on Star Wars Resistance. 
an exciting new animated adventure series about Kazuda Ziono. A yeah, young... I'm going to go with Ziono, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a re- young rebel pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. It will premiere this fall on Disney Channel in the U.S. and thereafter on Disney XD and around the world. So, I saw a tweet from Tracy Canobio that said that each and every episode will air first on Disney Channel and then on Disney XD. So, if you just have Disney Channel, you'll still be able to watch this. You don't have to have Disney XD, in other words. Yeah. It will be on the app as well. Which is very convenient because I know a lot of people had a tough time getting Disney XD for Rebels. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's them listening to the audience and making a change for the better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The young pilot, as you queued in, it does kind of give an indication that um, Kazuda will be a little bit on the younger side so that the new audience of fans will be able to associate with him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why do you think you connect with the uh, being able to see through things with young eyes? That's a great question. I think it's mainly because those were, I know for a lot of people, those tend to be very rough years. (laughs) But those were actually some of my favorite years, being a teenager. And I, I still, in a lot of ways, think... Uh, like a, a like a younger person. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know how how to really explain it, but I I I tend to view things in, in in that way, and I don't really let adulthood really take over fully. Like, yeah, of course I'm gonna do um, adult things in terms of bills and stuff and 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 things of that nature. But there are a lot of the other times I'm just more into being young at heart because Mm -hmm. uh that's that's always been something that my mom passed on to me it's it's always been part of our family um just not letting adulthood really take over and make you forget that there's a child inside of you that needs to shine every once in a while so I, i tend to identify with those younger characters more i tend to understand them more especially because i work with a lot of college students who are just coming out of high school and you know that they've that they're trying to be understood and some adults tend to dismiss them and I don't like it when younger adults get dismissed in in those ways so I I I definitely see their perspective and I try to understand it and that's why I've always connected with Ezra in that way do you think being naive sets up, uh, quote unquote, the hero to having more adventures, having more lessons to learn as oh, opposed yeah. to someone that's like seasoned and been there and done that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely allows the uh, that kind of person to uh, take more chances and and do things that a more experienced individual would be hesitant towards. And uh, like, I, I know there were a lot of people who wanted to see more Hera content in Star Wars Rebels. And I was one of those people too. But then I also understood that Hera has already had her growth and she's already 
an adult that knows who she is. Ezra is still trying to find himself. So there's going to be a more of a focus on Ezra than on than on Hera. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also. Um, oh, shoot. Where's my train of thought? <laughs> I was just leading into another point about Ezra and. Yeah, I I, I kind of lost it there, but I I definitely uh, like that that perspective of his and him being naive and uh, going into those areas that he knows that he shouldn't, but he still does it anyway, and that's the only way that we can learn really. And and in you telling someone no, you can't do that for this reason, that's not good enough. They have to experience them for experience it for themselves. Do you think uh, Oscar Isaac as Poe could be a quote-unquote mentor or a Hera in this series? Oh, yeah, I can definitely see that. And and he'll definitely be, depending on when the series takes place, he'll be younger. So he won't be that far off, I think, from this young pilot. So it'll be interesting to see how those two either get along or even clash. Yeah. I've seen estimates say that um this series should take place basically between zero and six years probably around six or five years before the force awakens because of the timeline established in bloodline uh, yeah that the yeah. resistance wasn't the resistance until six years before the force awakens so basically they have six years prior to the force awakens to do this series Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think Oscar Isaac could be a very cool mentor, uh, to like a squadron of pilots trying to fly daring missions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause Oscar Isaac at that point is definitely still a flawed leader. <laughs> so he could lead <laughs> them down the dark path and that could be fun. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I haven't yet read the Poe comic, and I've been I've been told that I should read it. Poe is one of those characters, um, along with Finn, uh, where I just really haven't uh, grabbed onto them all that well, and I I really want to discover something about them that um, will really pull me in. Like um, I mentioned to someone that Poe's ring the ring the ring that he wears around his neck from his mother um, yeah yeah like when i first saw that i thought oh i really want to learn more about that and it wasn't really about him but it was something that he wore and and that got me a little bit more interested but then i you know i got distracted with other things rebels in particular and i just <laughs> haven't had the chance to go back into you know finding out more about poe and yeah, I just like I just want a little bit more about what these characters are about, and I feel like we're not, at least for Finn, um, I, I'm still not sure where we're where he's from, and and what are they planning to do with his character in the long run, and like I, I just want to know more about him in order for me to like really appreciate him as a character. Yeah, I th I think the Last Jedi really sold me on Poe. Um... Because his relationship with Leia, like, they just set up so many ways that she had been training him to be a leader amongst the Resistance. Mm -hmm. um, and te trying to teach him a lesson that how we lead 
makes a difference in those we are leading. So like continuing to fight the dreadnought cost the lives and planes of all the pilots, even though they were able to destroy it, it was still a costly mission. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but, and he had a lot of growth in the last Jedi, but like we said that this one takes place way before that. So he'll definitely be more flawed. I think Finn is one of those characters that we still know very little about. Um, and I, th- I don't think you're the only one that needs to find more out. Where are they taking him and what is his big contribution to the saga going to be? Right. You um found an article in Empire. Um, can you read that for us? Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, Empire Magazine, I want to say. And uh, it was a 2016 interview with Dave Filoni. And it was about Star Wars Rebels and Rogue One and its connections with each other. And so Dave said, you read in any war stories, World War II, whatever, that there are many, many heroes. Uh, There are the main stories you always hear about. But there are all these other little people that did things that were very important that we don't always know about. So I I thought that was a very interesting quote in that, you know, when you think about that, you think about Ezra and Kanan and and Hera. They were the little people who made some sort of contribution. And Jen and and Cassian were also those little people that don't really, unfortunately, get all the recognition because, you know, some of that goes to Leia and Luke and Han. and, And so... I I really connected with that quote because I feel like this character that we're going to be introduced to might fall along those lines of where Ezra and characters like Jin were. I think that that's an amazing quote, and I think that it actually could apply a whole lot to this series in my mind, particularly with the uh, approach that it's a young pilot that's kind of naive. Um, a young pilot that's entrusted with a secret mission to discover uh, the plans of the first order is going to want to discover like the big secrets like Starkiller base. Um, But oftentimes they'll be given a smaller mission, one that's not so quote unquote glorious. Right. Um, But at the same time can be very important and uh, significant in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that those are the kind of things that um, Kazuda could be faced in this series. Do you know what I mean? No, I completely understand. And it'll be interesting to see oh, what sort of uh, side mission he'll get assigned. Oh, you know, the, the more details about that side mission. And, well, oh, well I keep saying he, but <laughs> mainly because I feel like that's going to be that character is going to be voiced by Christopher Sean. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it'd be very fascinating to learn what other sort of things this character will discover along the way and how they'll contribute to the overall picture. Yeah. <clears throat> Dave also uh, had a conversation with uh, Anthony Bresnikin from EW um, where he said, the idea of Star Wars Resistance came out of my interest in World War II aircraft and fighter pilots. My grandfather was a pilot, and my uncle flew and restored planes, so that's been a big influence on me. Uh, there's a long history of high-speed racing in Star Wars, 
And I think we've captured a sense of excitement in the anime-inspired style, which is something the entire team has been wanting to do for a long time. That's where we get the um, suggestion that it could be in an anime style. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I think that that all plays into um, the other Empire uh, quote that you read, where just high speed racing and anime inspired. So like, there's going to be a lot of action, I think in this, uh, animation project. Yeah. sounds like it. And it'll be interesting to see what cool new, uh, vehicles and, and, and starfighters they'll introduce to us. Uh, sort of like what they did with rebels. Yeah. People have been guessing that the, Aircraft they showed in the image is a T-85, I believe. Oh, cool. Which sort of appeared in, in the the banking Lost Missions episodes of the Clone oh, Wars. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, wow, I haven't seen those in forever. <laughs> yeah, like really old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to rewatching those just to see if I can find it. But I, I imagine fans are all over it. <laughs> no, no. Some of the cast people with history like Donald Faison of Scrubs, Bobby Moynihan from um, SNL, and then who's the one from Community? Oh, Jim, oh, Jim, Jim Rash. Rash. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be cool if they, because I'm, I'm sure these actors, you know, they're very they're on top of what they do. So it, it'd be cool if they incorporate some of like the impromptu things that they come up with along the way, and not just things that are necessarily on the script pages. <laughs> do you uh, have any other quote unquote predictions or things you'd like to see in the Resistance? Yeah, uh, like I know some people would really love to see the politics at this time. Oh, man. And yeah, I'd be, I mean, another thing about the movies that I found very difficult because I loved the prequels. I I know a lot of people have their opinions about them, but Mm. those were the movies that I grew up on. um, And I really loved seeing, you know, the Senate involved and some of the things that were going on. Uh, politically and of course Star Wars The Clone Wars explored that and uh, that stuff is just fascinating to me and it's very relevant in in our day and age right now so I I would love to see some of that go on in this show because a lot of that is left to some of the supplemental materials like the novels and the comics and unfortunately I'm so behind with all of that stuff <laughs> that I haven't been able to keep up with it. Yeah. And so and because my main source of Star Wars goodness comes from the animated shows, I, it'd be really great if they touched on that stuff and started solidifying, you know, what what were the origins of the first order and and how the new republic viewed them and and introduced characters that unfortunately were killed when star killer base were was blown uh, blew up those five planets in in the force awakens so uh yeah i hope they touch on some of that stuff while also giving us some high flying action well sure <laughs> like because, like, they didn't explain Hosnian Prime was the capital of the Republic in The Force Awakens. So, like, exactly. it would be good to get some of that backstory in something visual, not just in a book or a visual dictionary. Yeah. Um, 
I, it could also set up an opportunity to have more Leia episodes. Like, uh, you could get some special appearances by a, a Leia character. Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be pretty cool. But I also have to draw the line of my expectations. Like, I, I, I have to realize, you know, this is their story. This is not a story that I'm making up. <laughs> Oh, I know. So, and a lot, I feel like a lot of fans are starting to get to that stage where they start to think of what the show will be like. And if it doesn't live up to their expectations, then that's where it starts getting, you know, to the point where uh, they might say harsh things about the show because it didn't live up to what they had imagined in their heads. And uh, so I, 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 I feel the need to tell people, you know, you don't just roll back a little bit with your expectations there. Definitely. <laughs> you know, let them, let them tell the story and then, you know, try to, uh, see what, how you feel about it then. But yeah, I, I, I definitely, I'm excited and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that trailer to find out more. And, and then, and then we'll see whether it hits all of those little marks that, that I'm hoping that'll hit, but if it doesn't, then we'll we'll see uh, by the end of season one what we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, you're very wise, um, Jonna, because this basically will be the first Star Wars for another whole generation of kids. That when they think of Star Wars, they'll think of Star Wars Resistance, and that right. will be their entryway into a larger galaxy. I, um, and the story isn't necessary isn't going to be about um the old original trilogy legacy characters or even the rebels uh legacy characters this will be will have an original cast and it will be their story to tell so it'll be fun to see yeah. what that will be yeah. i'm excited that dave is involved in this because i think he's just kind of amazing as the living embodiment of a George Lucas Padawan because he got yeah. to use so much time, um, spend so much time learning and studying under uh, George Lucas with the Clone Wars. Yeah, and and I I just love some of the things that he gets inspired by and that he tries to incorporate and and give an homage to, uh, like you know like Princess Mononoke and Star Wars Rebels and. You know, Robotech was in there as well. And, you know, he has all these cool ideas and, and he runs them by other people. And, you know, they all collaborate together. And it's just really fascinating to see such cool and new, innovative storytelling um, and coming out of Lucasfilm. And, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see... Uh, what else they have in store for us that, you know, they're, they're obviously years far years in advance than we are. And, and I'm sure they've been working on this for the past year now because rebels. Yeah. Because rebels has been, uh, I mean, just because it was done in March, you know, they, they were done with some of that stuff uh, way before. It's possible that Dave Filoni could have been working on this or, um, forces of destiny since september of 2016 when he kind of stepped away from rebels as That's supervising right, yeah. director um brian young of uh full of sith and big, big shiny robot noticed in the credits that there was a new supervising director credited in season three i believe of rebels 
um, and he wrote up an article about it. But so Dave had another project even back then, or was laying the groundwork for things like this back then. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, now that you mentioned Justin, you mentioned Justin Ridges, um, the new, the the supervising director for that season three, and I think he was season four as well. I, I don't really remember, but uh, I remember for a time he was in Rebels Recon, and then all of a sudden he disappeared, and I mm-hmm. thought, where did he go? <laughs> yep. Um, it could be, and could be because they were so busy working on all this newer content that, and you know, and we find out that Justin Ridge is actually one of the uh, executive producers for this new show so it, it could be that well even though he couldn't be on rebels recon he was actually working on some of this stuff with all these other creative individuals i do think that there's another like i said there's another project for carrie and beck and killian plunkett um that we just don't know about yet so yeah yeah it'll be it'll be fun to find out <laughs> definitely oh well Jonah, um, thank you so much for talking with me tonight. Uh, where can people find you online? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh, listeners can find me on Twitter with the Twitter handle Blue Jake Eyes, and that's B L U E J A I G and E Y E S. And that's and that's because I love Rex. You know, like I gotta I gotta have Rex in my life in one way or another. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then they can also find me at the com, and that's Wookie with two E's. I keep seeing people writing it with one E. <laughs> that's two E's, people. It has been for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do it right. <laughs> can I ask, um, have you had any conversations with your mom yet about um, Star Wars Resistance or what is the next step for rebels chat yeah so rebels chat is it's it's we're going to get to our 100th episode soon uh we've just been in the middle of packing because we're going to move to a new uh apartment soon so it's, it's just been really busy and so we haven't had a chance to sit down and and record that but when we do we'll talk about um what we plan for the future my original thought was just to go through the more popular arcs of Star Wars The Clone Wars because we've been, rev- not reviewing, but we've been um, doing our little commentaries about those episodes um, for a few years now. And uh, we've been meaning to go through season four, five, and six, but because this new announcement came along, I thought, well, if we do plan to do a Star Wars Resistance show, we better get in those Star Wars The Clone Wars episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought of doing just the popular arcs, and my mom was like, no, I want to watch each and every episode. And I thought, oh, man, okay, so we're going to have to figure out some sort of schedule. So whether we'll do a Resistance show, I'm not exactly sure right now. I definitely want to see what the trailer's about and and then make a decision then. And, and then we'll see whether we create something from there. But I, I definitely haven't had a chance to to talk with her about the show yet i mentioned it to her and she's like oh that sounds cool (laughs) (laughs) that was it um but we'll once a trailer drops she'll definitely have more things to say about it (laughs) totally i think we'll all have a lot more to say once we actually see footage and get a better feel i'm excited for that though i i hope they do like what they did with rebels where they gave us like a meet 
Ezra Bridger video or meet Kanan Jarrus video and, you know, introduce us to the characters slowly but surely that way. Yeah, those that, were pretty fun. They were. Because it kind of gave you something to hold on to and put in the back of your mind of this is what this character is kind of about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then, and, and I'm sure given that, you know, uh, San Diego Comic-Con and Fan Expo Canada are, are not around the corner, but they're definitely there in the horizon. I, it'd be really cool to see some of that stuff pop up there. Especially since it's going to be out in this fall. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now it's time to hear from you, the audience. Uh, you can email us your thoughts on Star Wars Resistance at moonjockeyspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the podcast at moonjockeyspod. You can follow me at Balls in Play. I have a big, loud mouth. Um, later this week, we'll be talking about Star Wars Explained from YouTube with Alex Damon. Um, thank you for listening, and until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs>